Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Deacon Bob, seeing humor and hope in a crazy world. And I'm Bob. And I'm Father Dave. Hey there, how you doing? I'm in a bad mood. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know, I just didn't sleep very well. Well, I'm going to brighten your day. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to brighten your day. Actually, things are looking up already. Yeah, they are. They absolutely are. So uh, let's... So what'd you do this weekend, Bob? Well, I saw... uh, On Friday, I saw Doctor Strange. Oh, I've heard about Multiverse of Madness. Uh And then on Saturday, I saw Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. And then on Sunday, Uh it was the Sabbath. I went to Mass. There you go. There you go. Dressed as... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> dressed as a deacon on Sunday. Good, good. No, I went on. Uh, I went on Friday. I actually did dress up as Doctor Strange, and um, I got pictures taken. People were coming up to me saying, "Can I take your picture?" And I was like, "Yeah," and it was awesome. I felt like a Disney character, I, I, literally a Disney character. Now that Disney owns Marvel, now that I think about it, you were a Disney. I character. was a Disney character. So, well, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what to say. Bob sent me a picture last night of himself in the Doctor Strange outfit, and and he shaved his head. And there's another reason we can get into that. But all right, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, take I'll yeah, take my hat yeah. off for the viewers at home. There you go, there you go. There so you go. I just couldn't believe it. Like, walk me through getting out of the car, walking into the theater dressed like that. Well, I'll actually start getting out of my house. Uh, I went. I went with some. And just of so we the... know, we'll do this quickly. Or okay. else the people are all turning us off right now. <laughs> They're not even going to stay until right. Thy Kingdom come. Right. Well, uh, and I'm sure it all ties in. So uh, my favorite line of the night, though, I went with um, two of the priests from the parish that I'm at. And as I got in the car, one of the priests looked at me and he said, "I'm going to need you to return that cope to the sacristy by the end of the movie." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it was just fun. Well, we went to Red Robin, of course, beforehand. Of course. Uh, and uh, opening nights of movies are just a blast. So I had a, another friend of mine that tried to, well, he, he did dress up. Um, it, it wasn't very effective. Well, he tried to be Wong, and um, he's... I'm, I'm going to take it people were not taking his picture. They weren't taking his picture. Well, he had like a suit jacket on, and he had like some bed sheets around him. And then if, I'll, maybe I'll throw a picture up right now with the magic of video. There, that's what I looked like. Um, I, I have the full deal. I got it at a costume shop. I have the eye of Yagamoto with the light in it and everything. I'm, I actually get kind of geeked out about kind so, of, kind of, kind, kind of, of, or really kind of. Yes. Kind of. Yes. So, uh, it was, it was great. I, so here's the, the movie's sp- good. The spoiler free review of the movie. I would give it a B plus. Right. And by the way, I really like B plus movies. Um, it was, uh, it was fun. Uh, action-packed from beginning to end. It leaned into the horror genre, um, and that might make some people not want to see it, which is totally fine. I actually hate horror movies, and I wasn't bothered by it, but I really am kind of bought into Doctor Strange. Sure. It leans into the magic and witchcraft elements of things. Okay. And in the Marvel Universe, like, magic is okay and witchcraft is really bad. And okay. so it becomes like a battle good of, like, bad. Okay. good magic versus bad magic. And good wins. Uh, I don't want to spoil it. It said it was a spoiler-free review. But we can hope. The Friars this morning said that if you were to become a doctor of the church, which is quite likely, I would say, a thousand years from now, it will be Dr. Strange. Oh, nice. That's going to be your... your, Deacon Strange. Okay. Could I do that? Not really. And the multiverse of... No. One thing that um, I'm getting a little tired of is multiverse stuff, though. Though I thought this did it well. And part of the horror genre of this is when you can go into different multiverses 
Could we're different. Real, again, yeah, I sure. don't know that you can do anything very quickly on no, this, but no, mul- I can't. Multiverse. This is, this is hard for me already. Multiverse. The idea of the multiverse in the comic book world is that there are multiple universes in which various comic book storylines play out. And they're going on at the same time. And they're kind of going on at the same time, and occasionally those things can overlap. So this Spider-Man movie, yeah. where all three Spider-Men hung out with each other... Yeah, that's the part was, I fell asleep. ...was an example of the multiverse. So in this one, they double down on that, and they go to other multiverses where they bring in different comic book characters and then kill them violently and viciously... Because they can, because so it's in somebody else's multiverse, so and who cares? Spoil, spoil well, I'm free. just talking about the horror element of it. Like, it, it kind of, you might say, well, who did they kill? Oh, they can kill anybody they want. They're in a multiverse. All right. We might be in a multiverse. We could be. If we were in a multiverse, yep. you would have flowing hair. Okay. And I would be bald, which I am right now. Who's to say I don't? All right, so and we're going to- our gonna, podcast, wait a second, okay. our podcast, oh, wait, would be- um, Welcome to they that hope that despair. <laughs> there you go with Father Bob, Rot, and Deacon Dave, seeing Father darkness Bob. and death. Father Bob Rot. Well, look, you're R-O-T. like T O R. Yeah, like, R- I yeah. Like that. yeah, I like that. Well, you and I are going to go to the movie, so we'll. I look forward to seeing. Are you going to wear the uniform if we go a third time? If you go a third time, would you like me to? No. <laughs> Seriously. No, I only I'd only do it opening night. Okay. Wearing an outfit like that, like a few days later, is like, oh my gosh, yeah, like get over such it. A nerd. Like you can get away with things okay, on opening you. night that you can't get. Even the next day, if I wore it Saturday morning, there'd be people being like, trying too hard. Yeah, that's right. Never want to be that guy. No, you don't. Don't want to be that Couldn't guy. Couldn't see you being that guy. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's, good. that's good. Exactly. So I shave my head. Yes. Yes. And uh, my uh, everyone, I would love your prayers. A few weeks ago, my niece. Uh, was diagnosed with cancer. She uh, actually had a four by five inch tumor on her heart. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and she's only 22. So uh, thankfully it seems to be the kind of cancer that's treatable. Okay. And, um, but she started her chemo and the hair started falling out. So on Tuesday, she had to shave her hair. She had long, beautiful blonde mm-hmm. hair. So uh, I decided, you know, you feel so helpless when someone you love is going through that and there's nothing you can do. So I uh, shaved my head on Tuesday, and I tried to find a barber to do it, but they were all busy. And then I just decided I would do it myself. Yeah, it's not. It's not that difficult of a thing. That, that's what I ended up deciding that it wouldn't be that difficult of a thing. I, I watched a YouTube video on it, which was good. They suggested you buzz it, then take a shower. Oh, did you shave it like shave totally? It. Oh yeah, I bicked it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I mean, it's funny. So this. Okay, I'll go back to the for the visual yeah, yeah. that are there. So this is. A week? Yeah, okay. Yeah, because last Tuesday, so this today's Monday. So, yeah, so a week ago, uh, I, I shaved it off. And I forget, I I keep forgetting that I shaved it, to be honest. So I'll, like, see my reflection in, like, yeah. oh, the car oh, mirror, yeah. and I'll be like, what is that guy? But it's nice in the morning, isn't it? I mean, you literally have to do nothing. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I found that my, uh, it's weird, I'm in the shower, and I instinctively reach for the shampoo, yeah. and I've got it in my hand, and I go... I don't really have anything waste. to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> it is kind of a waste. I'm spending a lot of time like sh- shampooing my goatee there you just go. because I've got so there you much go. shampoo. And, and the going student's on. response was when you walked into class the first day? Um, there was shock and awe. Okay. Uh, a lot of the faculty made a lot of breaking bad comments. Okay. I you like know, it. You, yeah, yeah. You know, say my name. Yeah. Um, then 
what's fun is that it's not fun. It's horrible. But some people would kind of start making fun of me. Right. And then you and then I pull out the cancer card and then they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, But yeah, you kind of don't know what to think of it. And again, I walk into rooms and I just forget there's anything different. about Right, right, right. And it takes me a few seconds to go, oh, they're staring. That's why they're staring. They're staring at my head at my parish. Both of the priests are uh, shave their heads. Okay. One doesn't have much hair, and I think that's why he does it, okay. and the other just decides to do it. So the joke is that I'm trying to look like the clergy, at, yeah. you know, the, the priests at the parish. Though there's also been news that one of our priests is moving, and then like two days later I showed up bald, and people didn't recognize me. So then people were starting to ask, is that the new priest? Oh, you're kidding. Who's coming to the parish. That's really funny. Yeah, so... It is funny how like much it makes you look different. Like yeah. I, I actually n- noticed that I actually tell people, like students, by their hair. If they dramatically change their hair, yeah, yeah, there's it takes, something to it that. takes me a second to yeah. go, oh, that's you. But yeah. you kind of don't think about so that. So you're, you're going to let it grow back out. You're not. This yeah, is not no, that was a one and right, done. Right. I'm hoping by the time it's the conference season. You should be fine. I should be okay. Yeah. You know, it'll yeah. look short. But yeah. that's all right. Congratulations. That's so what's great. it? So I'm I'm now Just living your life. I'm living yeah. your life being bald. Um, we'll pray for your. Does do you want to mention your niece's name or? Yeah, I don't okay, mind. Her okay. name is Summer. Okay. like this season. Great, great. Keep so, her in our prayers. Yeah, please. God uh, bless her. Please praying for her. She's about to do her. She's got six months of every 21 days doing that's so it. Hard. And yeah, she just started a. She just graduated college. Just started We're as a paralegal, and yeah, it's just life. Now God she's just her. trying to survive right, for a yeah few we'll months. definitely keep her in our prayers yeah amen Great. cool 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 uh speaking of exciting things going on we need always need to do a brief sports update you know if we did a podcast called day that despair i imagine all we would do is talk about the washington nationals yeah well actually they were on a run but they lost they were up by two lost in the bottom of the ninth oh, i was so frustrated yeah walk off but but meanwhile pittsburgh penguins are doing great yep they uh they won a triple overtime did you hear oh, about that, this? No, no, that's so fun, especially yeah, in playoff hockey. That's so fun. So I was um, I was watching the game. This was on Thursday night, and uh, I only could watch it into the second period because I had friends coming over for a role playing game, and you yeah. do have to have priorities sure, in sure, life. Sure, sure. And uh, anyway, so the role playing game was done at about eleven thirty, and I just thought I'll turn on the TV and see what the score was. Sports Center, see who won. It was still tied. That's crazy. It was going. I mean, because in playoff and ex- just for those that don't watch hockey, they're twenty minute periods. But they have to have a 20-minute break in between for the Zamboni to freeze the ice. So it's always a 20-minute break in between. So they did literally a second game because there's only three periods in hockey. And then they had three 20-minute stuff. So it was absolutely nuts. So right now the uh, Penguins are up. Penguins Penguins won. Penguins are up 2-1 on the series against the New York Rangers. Uh, They're home tonight. So by the time you're hearing, you'll know if they've done well or not. Maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we shouldn't promote teams because, you know, like the Suns aren't doing well now. They They're were two, doing two. well. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll win. All right. The other big sporting event this weekend was the Kentucky Derby on Saturday mm. where the long shot, the long shot like in 95 years won. It was 80 to 1. It just like comes out of nowhere and wins. The horse on Friday What's was- What's the horse's name? Um, I forget what it was. Something Streak or something like that. Lucky um, Streak? 
maybe, maybe, but it wasn't supposed to win. It wasn't even supposed to be in the race. And then a horse got scratched on Friday. So they're like, they found this horse that was just walking along the side of the road, smoking a cigarette. And they said, Hey, do you want to run? And rich strike, rich strike. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So and this horse literally wins. It, everyone was just, again, in the sports, in the, yeah, they're losing the, their mind. Yeah. They're losing their mind. It was just, could not believe that this horse literally they're they're interviewing the owner and all these. I think the horse only cost thirty thousand dollars, and in that world, that's <laughs> right. just crazy, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So it was it was pretty funny. Couple there's probably four or five of us friars who were watching. It was yeah. fun. Anyway, yeah, Rich Strike sounds like an action hero from the eighties. Oh, I like it. I like it. I like. We'll make a movie of it. When evil lurks and the law can't protect you, you need to call Rich Strike. Dun, yeah, dun, does, dun. It does sound like a private investigator. Yeah, exactly. I bet this would be good music okay, for good. Rich Strike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. He's walking away in a blowing, <laughs> a building blowing up. That's right. Hair Rich flowing. straight. That's right. Yeah, but it's going fine. up behind bad guys and just like breaking their neck really easily. And I'm actually going to a baseball game tomorrow night. I don't think I went to. I was talking to my mom last night. I don't think I went to a baseball game last year. So Have I'm, you not gone since COVID? I don't. That, it, interesting. No, that's not true. I did go to one game last year. I it's take probably it an alumni event, wasn't it? I take it back. I went to one game last year. That's right. Yeah. Was it the alumni event? It was not. It oh, was okay. not. It was a couple of students, which was really funny. Nice. It was really funny. All right. Well, oh, no, that's not what I meant to do. You're supposed to read this, but I'll read it. Okay. I hope to see some of you this weekend, because I'll be there, so I hope to see some of you this weekend, at our 74th commencement ceremonies, when Franciscan University honors over 760 members of the class of 2022. If you cannot be here, you can watch the live stream of all events at franciscan.edu slash commencement. The Baccalaureate Mass will be shown live on Friday, May 13th, starting at uh, 6 p.m. Oh my gosh, Archbishop Salvatore Corleone of the Archdiocese of San Francisco will preside and receive an honorary doctorate of Christian ethics. Commencement exercises take place Saturday, May 14th, starting with the science commencement at 9 a.m. Boring. Followed by the arts commencement at noon. Yes, go arts. Dr. Peter Kreeft, a well-known Catholic philosophy professor, will receive an honorary doctorate of humane letters and will speak at both ceremonies. Again, the live stream link to all graduation events is franciscan.edu slash commencement. That's franciscan.edu slash commencement. And we will sing this alma mater. All right. It's never going to end. Stop, stop, stop. You're the one controlling the buttons. I'm not controlling anything. All right, so I don't know. Was it Tuesday night that the RV Wade thing came out? Oh, wait, out? Can, I, can we talk about Peter Kreeft for a second? Sure. So, well, he's coming. I like Peter Kreeft. Okay, so do I. So was it Tuesday <laughs> night that the RV Wade or was it Wednesday? Uh, it was Tuesday because I think it was like Monday midnight or something like that. By Tuesday morning, it was everywhere. And I thought to myself, oh, we just missed that in the podcast. But yeah. Yeah, no, because it was funny because I started getting, a, I got a text message from a friend of mine and, and I said, wow, that sounds so odd. Because right. I mean, the, 
It's the unheard fact, of, right? The, the fact that it's leaked is just, it's so messed up. I mean, yeah. on so many levels, it's just so messed up. So that in itself. I Explain mean, that a little bit more because I thought it was odd, but it seems to be a, like well, the, a horrific, like never been done before yeah, kind yeah. of the, craziness. The opinions are, as this one was, the opinions was, was written, I think, in early February. Okay. And there's just a few people that have it. Their clerks and the judges themselves have it. So they're assuming one of the clerks released it to this Politico, this, uh, the, uh, I think it's just an internet. I don't think Politico is actually in print, but it's just internet news company. Yeah. Um, I mean, the speculation is that it's one of the liberal justices, clerks, nobody knows for sure, yeah. but you, that's just not done. But, it's, it's but just, not, not necessarily approved by a liberal justice. No, no, right. Just, exactly. Exactly. Right, Cause exactly, nobody would. Exactly. You just can't imagine that one of them would, would, would say okay with that. But be that as it may, there was the first part that like, this can't be real. I mean, cause that's right. just, it's never happened before. And then as it turns out, it in fact was accurate. Yeah, Roberts it, came out later and said that it was. Yeah, it was right. Yeah, it was horrendous. Yeah, so you know, obviously it's Alito's opinion. Um, right now, they don't know whether or not how Roberts is going to come down because originally it looks like the opinion was written to over uh, to maintain the ban of abortions in Alabama, and then they go further and they say in and R V Wade and taking out R V Wade, mm. which is just. It's really crazy. I went to the March for Life, and, and there was this kind of wondering because the the case had been heard, is this actually going to happen? So the fact that it is, is and they think it's going to happen, there's all kinds of questions on why it was released to, to try to put pressure on the conservative judges so as to not you know change their opinion. Or change I mean, that mind. would seem to be the only, like, you would ask the question, well, yeah. why would it Who matter if it was earlier? Right, 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 and, right. right. Uh, right. I mean, you'd actually think maybe nothing would, you'd hope that nothing would change the process, right. no matter what the process was. I mean, that's why the process exists. Yeah. So, yeah. But it yeah. does seem the most logical motivation would be what if, you know, there's what enough, what, what, them, what, right? what if enough people start rioting and the justices go, oh, well, gosh, I don't want yeah. that to happen. Yeah. And so the opinion would have come out usually about the first week of June. So it would have been another three weeks and the opinion would have come out. Um, but it's just the whole thing that I, again, I, I want to separate what happened in the court and, and how that's such a breach in, in etiquette and just not just etiquette. That's not even a strong enough word. It, that just can't happen. I mean, right. if that, if the judges don't have the ability to speak confidentially and, and maintain that and protect that, they lose a lot. I mean, cause the, cause they can, they can just debate and question and, and ask questions and play the devil's advocate and all of this, which right. good good jurisprudence de- demands that. So for them not to be able to do that or, or have that compromise is such an awful thing. With that being said, obviously we celebrate R.V. Wade, but the, the rhetoric is unbelievable. I mean, the rhetoric has been, you know, now abortion is outlawed. I mean, that's not in fact the case. Right. It's just saying that there's not a constitutional protection. And and that's one of the things that looks like Alita wrote the opinion. And, and, and I read some of that. Yeah. yeah. He actually quotes Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg in that she was saying that it's in 19, in the early 80s, she said, this just is, it's a strange law. It's written, it's not written very well. And I don't know if anybody has seen the piece that Peggy Noonan, Peggy Noonan is a Catholic. Uh, she's been a speechwriter for many politicians over the last, honestly, 30 years. Um, uh, her piece is found in Wall Street Journal, although that's there's a paywall there, but you can get around it. There's a lot of places that, that it's available now. But one of the things that she talks about is that, it, well, first off, that she says this could be a wake-up call for everybody, for Republicans and Democrats. She says for the Republicans you need to begin to support single women and you need to begin to support women who are in crisis pregnancies. And, and, the, and she, she does a really good job with that. And then she also goes on with the Democrats about, you know, this, you, you've, 
put everything on the whole abortion issue and you don't let anybody in in the Democratic Party or anybody in your group that doesn't agree with abortion. It's become a litmus test for your entire party. But one of the things that she does is she compares this this decision to some of the other controversial decisions that, that we've had with prayer in school or gay or even some of the gay rights issues, um, segregation, uh-huh. interracial marriages and all those. She said that eventually, although they may have been controversial at the time, the country came around to them and there was some sense of embracing them. But she said this, in fact, has not been the case with R.V. Wade. Yeah. R.V. Wade has continued to be divisive. It's continued to dis, be disuniting of the country. And she says, um, she says most of those other decisions have come um, with overwhelming support, but not Roe. This was the exception. It never stopped um, roiling and dividing America. And then she says, why? Because all the other decisions were about how to live, and Roe was about death. Justice Alito seems to echo this in this thought in his draft opinion which in turn questions the legality and the illegality to overturn a neat state. Um, this is not a solution to the issue. It is a way of managing it, yeah. sending it back to the, to the, the states, states democratically. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I just saw that Google is going to give any employee $4,000 to go to wherever they need to go to get a, an abortion. So the, the fact that the abortion issue, the idea that this is over, it's just, it simply isn't the case. It's right. now, in fact, in some ways it's going to become more contentious possibly, but, from from the sake, one of the things that she does as well is she says that people are people of goodwill, right, mm-hmm. are, are arguing um, their cause and their position out of out of a place of sincerity. That yes. one of the things that we can't just do, and I'm, actually, I've got the mask today. I'm going to preach a little bit about this, but in a different light, is is simply dismiss an entire group of people just because you agree you disagree with them. Right, and that's her hope is that in some ways legislation legislators can come together and debate these issues and come to a more reasonable. Uh, now, I, I I personally don't think any abortion is reasonable, but more. Um, get it out of the courts where individuals can actually debate and discuss, and, and different states are going to come down in different places on this. Yeah, it's not, I, you know, there, you, I also cannot think of a reasonable argument for abortion, but the, you know, just in sympathy for another person, um, I understand a strong desire of, you know, the government not telling you what you can or can't do with your body on certain levels. And so that line is like, well, yeah, to a point, but yeah, I mean, but it's I, not their body, right? And you that's know, what they'll and, argue, and right. and and so you know, there's. I, I think of what Heller Belloc once said, who's a famous Catholic theologian about heresy. He said the problem with heresies is they're not outright blasphemies; they're ninety percent truth. Yeah, and so there is, uh, there's certainly going to be elements of truth in somebody who is arguing for. Abortion, they're gonna, but it's the solution no, no. that's going to be the problem. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think that's what you want to say. Maybe that's not. Yeah, Maybe I, what I'd like to say is there are. Um, well, one of the things that, that yeah. she says is a woman's rights. Yeah, is that women's rights have been taken away from them. So some of these people are arguing about women's rights. Should women have rights? Yes, they should have rights. Right. So there's a truth to that. Yeah, that's they right. They ought not have the right to abort their own child. They right. ought not have the right to kill their own child. But the person who is really fighting for women's rights. Of course, of course, we should be able to honor that. Another truth that's present is the suffering of a woman with an unwanted pregnancy. That's true. The answer is not abortion. Right, right, right. Um, you know, because that, that yeah, multiplies yeah, the, the, the grievance. Right, yeah, right, right, right. The fear so, of the anxiety. Right, exactly. And so I think we should be able to, in these conversations with others, like connect on the truth. You know, otherwise, it sounds as though I don't care about women with unwanted pregnancies. I don't care if they were raped. It doesn't matter, you know, like, and it makes you seem like, well, again, this is the, anytime you're in a really 
difficult discussion, both sides will amplify the extreme of the right, other right. and they'll want to say that's the norm. So for for conservative, we're going to see news feeds of the absolute worst, craziest liberal person who wants to burn the church down and, uh, you know, just and they're going to and the news will portray it like, see, that's what people are like. On the flip side, it's going to be people holding up, you know, pictures of burnt dead fetuses mm-hmm. and screaming at the top of their lungs. And they're going to be like, and that's the other side. Right. And I think there's actually a good body of people of goodwill who are in the middle who could have conversations with each other. Right. I, the most exciting thing I think that has occurred with the pro-life movement has been movements such as 40 Days to Life, mm-hmm. prayer vigils, um, uh, abortion centers being closed because of prayer, you know, not because of a, a just a legality. Sure. I mean, it's it's really great that the law is no longer taking that option out of the voters' hands, which is what really occurs with the flipping of this issue. And you're right, it becomes more local. Now you're going to care if your governor, if sure. your state representative, you're going to learn who your state representative is maybe. Sure. I mean, on the local level, not just the, you know, the <clears throat> congressman. Now you're going to start caring about those issues because those are the votes that are going to make a it difference. Is, it, it is going to be interesting, Bob, in 10, 15, 20 years when you become more divided state against state, mm. you know? So, you know, they've said Texas is going to probably outlaw most abortion. And this whole thing about that there's going to be no abortions in the country, is just it's just ridiculous. It just isn't right. true. But, you know, Texas and some of the states, Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, some of the southern states, you you it'll be interesting is it can be more of a divide you mm. know is it can be more of a divide now yeah we'll see what happens yep. may, yep. may yep. the lord guide us and uh hopefully americans can be reasonable yeah well you know? yeah that's not always our strong point it's not for but the it, record it's not but i think it could be yeah. i mean you know you look at some of the things that have gone on in the country even like you know i, I remember uh when nixon was impeached and somebody making a comment isn't this amazing that there was a change of power without one shot fired? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's part of – that's, I think, goes back to the earlier thing of the scandal of if we start breaking the rule of law, we lose everything. We really go into chaos. Yeah. And both both parties are accusing the other sure. of breaking the rule of law and descending in into chaos. But it's actually part of, I think, one of the cool things about America is that we can have debates and legal decisions made – without the country blowing up and without going into civil war, you know, and that, that's, that's and that, my hope. Yeah. And that's least. good. And that's actually Peggy Newman says one of the things. Yeah. Just, just say one word and I'll find the end of it because I think she ends. Just, well, I ju- yeah, I just say that that would be my prayer and hope for America. You know, like uh, those that were pro uh, pro lifers have had to live with a very difficult legal decision for decades. And now those who are favoring pro choice will need to do the same. At yeah, least so on she, some she ends yeah. this article. She goes, but in the end, Roe could be a historic gift for both parties, Republicans and Democrats, a chance to become their better selves. And this is beautiful. She says, and if Roe is indeed is overturned, God bless this country that can make such a terrible, cold-hearted yes. mistake, and yet a half century later, redress it, write it, turn it around. Only a thinking nation could do that. Only a feeling nation could do that. We're not dead yet. There are still big things going on here. I thought that was such a beautiful Amen. Line. Amen. So yeah. let's end that right there. Awesome. Amen. And we want to pray that God's kingdom will come. 
That's a great transition. Isn't it, though? All right, go. Isn't it, though? Go. So we are continuing our deep dive into the petitions of the Our Father prayer. And the first three petitions all tie in with each other. It has to do with thy. Uh, thy, you know, thy kingdom come. Sorry, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. We talked about hallowed be thy name in the last podcast. And today we're taking a look at this idea of thy kingdom come. And what's cool about this, as I was reflecting, we're, we're using the catechism, uh, those that want to follow along at home, uh, 2816 and following. Uh, that's really our, our main text as we're reflecting on, uh, on this prayer, this beautiful, beautiful prayer. More than just a beautiful prayer, the prayer of all prayers, really, is what the Our Father prayer is. But the idea of the, the heart of thy kingdom come, we're actually praying for the end of the world. I don't know if I think about that when I pray the Our Father. But the full culmination, now there's other meanings to sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. But the catechism highlights that the, the full culmination of this petition is Maranatha, come Lord Jesus. It's um, the second coming of Jesus. It is him claiming the victory that he won on the cross. Uh, it is the new heaven and the new earth. And we are truly praying for that moment to happen. And, and the last words of the book of Revelation are Maranatha, come Lord mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That we are, as Christians, you know, we say this in the creed. It's another thing that I think sometimes we don't pay attention to. It's not just, I believe in the resurrection of the dead. We actually say, I look forward to the resurrection of the dead. And this really ties in beautifully to our theme of hope, because hope is rooted in eternity. It is rooted in God's victory, that we should be more conscious of, you know, keeping our eyes fixed on things above, not on things below, because on things below, they're passing, but what is above is eternal. And the Our Father prayer, after praying that God's name would be held holy, would be glorified, we're also praying and, and bring it, like bring the fulfillment of your kingdom, answer every promise you've given, you know, completely free us from sin and death and sickness and all those things, you know, that have occurred in this human existence. And we just want to live eternally in your glory, again, with that new heaven, mm-hmm. the new earth, the resurrection of the dead. And that's, that's as I was that's, reflecting on it, that's just powerful. Yeah, that's cool because, in, in well, I'm sure we'll go here. It's, it's not to say that we don't desire the Lord's will in our life every day. You right, know, right. Bring your kingdom, because that is a part of it. Yes. But, but the end goal is just that. And it's, it's, it's really great because we don't think a lot about that. At least, I, I, yeah, I don't think a lot about what is that end time going to look like? What is the second coming going to look like? And, and that we're actually hoping and praying that that would come. In fact, we have a lot of students right now that are praying that that would come before the end of their exams, <laughs> yes. right? Yes. Right. But but then a part of that or a taste of that is the, the will of the Father being present in our life, that his kingdom becoming more alive in my life, that I experience his conversion more and more in my life. Is that, is that those two things go together, right? Yeah, yeah. Ab- okay. absolutely. I remember awesome. when I was younger and I learned, I remember somebody told me about that prayer. Every time you pray the Our Father prayer, you're actually asking for Jesus to come again. And I remembered as a teenager, I thought, can you, can you come after the Star Wars prequels are yeah, finished? Yeah. And now I kind of say, you could have come before that. You know, that would have, that would have been okay. Um, uh, Catechism 2818, in the Lord's Prayer, thy kingdom come refers primarily, as we mentioned, to the final coming of the reign of God through Christ's return. But, and this goes to your point, Father Dave, far from distracting the church from her mission in this present world, this desire commits her to it all the more strongly. Since Pentecost, the coming of that reign is the work of the Spirit of the Lord, 
who completes his work on earth and brings us the fullness of grace. So it isn't an attitude of, you know what? Jesus is coming again, so who cares about anything? Mm -hmm. You know, if anything, uh, that understanding that Christ is coming again should make us that much more fervent in prayer, more fervent in serving those in need, since we certainly know at the end of time it's recognizing Christ in mm-hmm. those who are most in need that bring us into you know the, the yeah, kingdom yeah, yeah. of God. Yeah. Uh, it's proclaiming the word. You know, it's it's sharing the gospel with people who might not be able to know that in fact all these things will be passing away. So far from being a um, you know kind of an excuse of like oh, I'm just gonna I know I'm going to heaven and nothing yeah, else yeah. matters. It really. No, actually, that should make us that much more committed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Committed to the to the Lord's. You know, it'll get into Thy will be done, which is the next petition. But the Lord's desire for us on earth, and uh, that movement of the Spirit that would allow us to bring God's glory into every moment of our life. It's it's going to be kind of wild, isn't it? I mean, you just what, yeah. yeah right. I mean, is it? It's just I don't know to to imagine. It, yeah, you, you see this light and you see, I don't know, is it going to be on an ocean? <laughs> it's just, yeah, weird. It's just hard to, on the shore, on the mountains. I yeah. mean, it's probably not going to be an earth at all, obviously. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's going to be cool. Yeah, it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. It's going to be um, like everybody's going to be videoing it. So it's going to be like <laughs> the, the virtual event. <laughs> Jesus so, is going to say, please, right. please put, put away your phones, your phones down. There's something put, bigger put here. Put it down. They're all putting like little filters on that's Jesus, right, like, right. oh, I'm going to put a crown on him. I'm going to make him look like a cat. My, uh, so my sister, this is just to kind of bring us to a conclusion. She sends me, um, my nephew is learning the Our Father. Okay. And this is his, there's a little video that she sent me of him, of him trying it. It says, um, Our Father who art in heaven, how do you know my name? <laughs> uh, how kingdom come, thy will be done on Amazon and send us evil. Wow. Yeah. There yeah, you go. So he's four. Yeah. So he's 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 getting it. But yeah. I, I thought that was uh, he's he's got a great insight into the gift of the Our Father. Well, it is beautiful that we uh, we learn this prayer yeah, from yeah. our youth. But sometimes uh, we really there's more to learn. There's so there's so much more to learn, and we hope you're being blessed right. by that's, these conversations that, that's exa- that we're doing. That's exactly what I was going to say. My hope is that is that we have a danger. I think at times, and it's just part of it. We just kind of go through the prayer. We say the Our Father because we say the Our Father, but. If in the end of this, it can mean something more to us as we pray it, and it's not merely words, uh, I think that'll be a great blessing. Amen. Amen. So, Lord, we ask your, uh, we ask that your kingdom would come, that we would have hearts that are open to that and desirous of that and interceding and praying for that. We thank you, Lord, for the love that you have for us as a people and uh, this world, that you are willing to be patient with us and bring forth your kingdom. Lord, you would use each one of us this day to bring your kingdom about. May Almighty God pour his blessings upon all those who are with us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And for my niece. And your niece, Summer. God bless her. Yes. And all those who are suffering and struggling with any sicknesses or depression or isolation, just know that we are certainly praying for you. Thanks for listening to this episode. You can reach out to us at hope at franciscan.edu. And of course, we're praying for our graduates, 760 of them. It's awesome. God bless. Now alumni. Alumni. Woo-woo. The crowd goes crazy. Oh, they could. Oh, I messed it up. They're not going to go crazy. They might. They will someday. They're crazy now.